The following is a conversation with KBEK's Rockin' Robin Riley with Patty Miller of the Kaneba County Community Health and Erica Bliss of the Kaneba County Veterans Services right here on Q Media's On Demand. Ladies, good morning and thanks for coming in. Good morning. Good morning, Robin. All right, so I got to make Erica get a little closer. You're the taller. Okay. Okay, there we go. Stay. <laughs> we go. You can move that mic any way you like. So, ladies, uh, we have uh, some serious stuff to talk about today, obviously, as much as I love seeing your shiny faces and lots of fun and, and laughing that we can do together. But first, let's start. I'm thinking of somebody listening for the first time. Patty, why don't you give me a little background on you, and then Erica will talk with you. Yeah, thanks, Robin. Um, I work for Kaneba County Community Health, and I am a health educator. So, Part of my position works on suicide prevention, and that has kind of led me to working with Erica at the Kaneba County Veteran Service Officers um, or Office uh, with suicide prevention and what we can do to help veterans, and and then it can kind of broadly reaches out into the community. So it's, it's that's nice. one of the one of the pieces of the puzzle I work on in my position. Absolutely. And so, Eric, I'll I'll, I'll introduce you again. How long have you been with Veteran Services again? Um, just, well, be five years this fall. It has gone five years that quick. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, you do great work over there and and I know everybody appreciates it. And I will throw in a plug right away, 10 o'clock this morning, Kaneba County Courthouse. They just come in the front door, correct? And then you have a a room off there, don't you, on the main floor? So in the basement of the courthouse are some meeting rooms and there is an elevator, so it's accessible. And yeah, 10 o'clock and our guest speaker today uh, via WebEx would be Jess Barons from St. Cloud VA Caregiver Support. So we have a great speaker and a great topic today. That's your coffee talk? Yep. Monthly coffee talk. Monthly coffee talk. Yes, and that's every single month, uh, fourth Fourth Tuesday of the month at 10 a.m. Correct. And it's it's just a wonderful resource and great for the caregivers as well. And I know you encourage not only the veterans, but caregivers as well to be part of that. That's right. Spouses, the whole nine yards. All right. right. Perfect. Well, let's talk ladies today because uh, there is a regional suicide coalition. So whoever wants to start with a little explanation of what that's about, so to speak. I can give the background if you want. So part of the St. Cloud VA as a pilot program um, was identified to reach out to their regions. So it started as a VA project, but it's it's not specific to veterans. We know people outside the veteran population are dying by suicide as well, and at high rates. Um, So um, St. Cloud VA reached out to each region of the state, and we decided as a coalition early on that we would encompass the Pickham County. So Piney, Sandy, Chisago, Kennebec, and Mille Lacs County. And um, we're just starting to get that project really rolling. Um, Patty is great um, because as her mission with, and I don't want to say this wrong, but under um, community health, she works with the regional, um, with the crisis text line and the suicide coalition. So I'll let her talk more about that. Because, and then so that's how she became just a really incredible partner um, sure. for this. And the more the merrier in this part, because you want to have as many resources as you can as well. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the mission of the having the coalition for the Pickham counties was really to gather those resources and have as many people at the table as possible. Um, the goal is to eliminate suicide, right, through prevention and education um, awareness. And so having a regional group of people at the table that could speak the same language to their people in all, you know, our, our area, which again, the VA is doing this statewide. So hopefully there's coalitions like this in all pockets of the state. Um, so we can all speak the same language about suicide, talk about 
the effects it has, uh, what we can do to prevent it, what are warning signs. So the coalition is really, um, we're, like Erica said, it's kind of in the infancy right now, and that's why we wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We, we want to get make people aware that it's out there, that okay. the coalition exists. If there's interest in being part of it, we would love to have more people be part of it. Um, and then again, just raise awareness that we are talking about it. We, we realize, you know, coming from the VA, veteran suicide um, takes place, right? Sometimes we, we kind of forget little segments of our population um, that are more affected by it. But then you have the broader group too. You know, right, suicide right. doesn't just affect one age group. It really affects across the spectrum. So, Well, and I know I've seen the television commercials and they, they really hit you. Uh, they have the gal with the gun lock. Have you seen that particular spot, Erica, by yes. chance? Yeah. And it's, it's simple what she says, and yet it, it really hits you in the fact that people do things in the moment sometimes. Um, it's hard to know where someone's mind is at, but they can a- react, if you will, in a moment, and that's where that comes in. If that you can get those locks free, and obviously that's one step to this to help, in this case, veterans because they're pretty specific on that. Do you find that that's a helpful situation and one of probably many things that we could be using? Yeah, and gun locks are, we have readily available um, through our office. We just got another shipment in. So, yeah, and they do say that, and the research shows that if you can um, if put a gap between the crisis and um, the means, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, then, yeah, then we can reduce suicide. And, and, and then that goes across all things. We talk a lot about guns and gun locks, but there's other access points, you know, maybe at medications in your home and stuff. And there's a whole training um, that actually the VA has too. Is that the calm one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's um, lethal means training um, okay. and just identifying. So just people out in the community can help in their own homes identify what could be a means for my family member, my loved one who's in a crisis. And I think that's a big part of our coalition too, is just getting the word out and educating people with signs and symptoms. I think um, since I started this position, that's been one of my biggest passions is a lot of times when we have a loved one in a crisis, in a mental health crisis, we're not recognizing those signs and symptoms leading up to the crisis. And where could we have intervened, you know, b- before um, a crisis, you know, needs an intervention of another method. But, um, yeah, I got a little off there. No, you no, did not at all. And, that's, <laughs> and that's, that's, definitely, that's definitely it. And part of the coalition is the education piece, too, you know, um, bringing people in that have more... Um, are more of like the experts in the field that can talk to the coalition that then those people in the coalition can talk to others. Um, That's really what prevention kind of is all about is really getting great education, awareness, um, talking about things that maybe you don't see mainstream media. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe you do and then kind of myth busting a little bit. Um, And then resources, like how do you help people that have, that are suicidal, that are in a crisis that need that help? Um, there are lots of resources out there, but sometimes in that crisis, family members or people that care are caregivers, they might not know what those are. Right, and so that that kind of throws this all out on the on the table to people in that co- in the coalition, and then hopefully that ripple effect um, takes place and it kind of goes out into the community. Well, you know, and I hear, and I'm going to put this to both of you. Um, you hear sometimes that the people that say I'm going to do something. Now, this is just what I've heard, so this is one of those mm-hmm. myth-busting myth things, I hope. Um, if they're saying that, there's less of a chance. And if they're 
then there are situations where you just have absolutely no idea someone even was down that road and it could be too late. Do you find that that is there any kind of truth to that or what do you I mean that's a tough question I know. So I, this is what I would say. Um, one, it's no one's fault if someone else takes their life by suicide. We can all look back after the fact and right. say, I should have noticed that. I should have seen that. But again, that's why we work with coalitions and people and talk and educate. Like, these are warning signs. But sometimes there are none. Like, sometimes there really are none. So you can't, you can't, you know, second guess yourself. Um, the first part of your question, like the warning signs. When it, somebody actually physically, they say, yeah. you know, I'm going to do this. Because mm-hmm. I, I have to be honest, I've heard of situations. Yeah. I thankfully haven't dealt with it myself. But I've heard of situations where they throw that out there. They lob it out yeah. there, you know. And you just, and then I hate to say it, but there becomes that crying wolf thing where, you know. So this is what I tell people. Ask them the question. If they're they're saying that, ask them directly. Are you thinking about dying by suicide? Are you thinking about killing yourself? Honestly, those are the two sentences that we use the most. And they are the hardest things to say to someone. I I never, ever thought I could say that to someone. But those are the most direct things. The people that... um, that have attempted suicide and then survive say that they want to tell someone they want to get that pain out they want that help and some people like the warning signs or the things that they say might not you know resonate with everyone or might not be apparent but those people want to be asked they want help um there is a a guy uh, he jumped off the golden gate bridge i can see his yeah. face yeah, yeah. Uh, i can't think of his a name remarkable story he says, story. like, as as he's walking down the bridge, and this has probably been like 20 years. I got to think of his name. I'm walking down the bridge. He wanted to tell someone. And he had said, if someone asked me, I'm going to tell them that I was going to, that I'm going to jump, that I want to die by suicide. He said, as soon as he let go of the rail after he jumped, instant regret. Instant wow. regret. Wow. Right? So his is one story. And obviously he survived to tell the he, story. Uh, and what I a mean, great... miraculously survived right. um, the story. But or survived the attempt and he it's like he goes around speaking and telling people and talking you're going to live in we want you to live another day we want you to be here so again backing up to your initial question ask them if they're I always when I teach at school I'm like it's never a joke if you say that you know yeah well I'm just going to kill myself if you hear someone say that the next thing is you should say to that person, are you thinking about killing yourself? Are you thinking about dying by suicide? It's pretty heavy, but you want to know. People aren't generally going to lie to you. Right? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. That is, mm-hmm. even you saying it out loud in this room makes I, me yeah, kind of tighten up. It's uncomfortable a little bit, no. yeah. And, and um, Patty and I are both um, trained QPR instructors. So question, persuade, um, refer. refer is the program is what she's talking about. So those three questions. It's CPR okay. for suicide prevention okay. is gatekeeper training. And um, it, it's pretty powerful. And every time I have to ask it, I'm like sitting here as she's saying those questions, you, chills. Right? Yeah. Because um, it is important and is heavy, but it is, it, it, it's vital. Because they do want to say something. And back to your first question yeah. about, you know, throwing it out there. I, I would definitely ask the question. And don't 
don't take it lightly. I, right. I know some families, and you know, I have teenagers too, that um, take it seriously. I mean, really okay. take it seriously because maybe in their mind they think they're better off dead, and we know that's not true. And we need to help them find that hope and add that little piece and get them the resources they need. Yeah, and um, I think that's the other thing is that yeah. when you ask the question, sometimes people are afraid to ask the question because they don't want to hear the answer. Yeah. Because then what do you true. do? True. Then what do you do? But there is there are resources out and there. And that's why you guys are here. Yeah. There really. are resources out there and that's getting that awareness out about what they are. Um if you're afraid to ask the question because you're afraid to hear the answer, you know, always know that there are resources. There are online resources, there's in person resources. Kinnebec County is pretty fortunate to have as many like in person resources as we do. Um other counties are not as Well as and hopefully that'll change. Right. And can yeah. I just say one more thing yeah. on that topic? Because yeah. it brought it up. And if you're afraid, if you really just can't get up the courage mm. to ask that question, don't leave them. Don't leave that person. Um, get them somewhere. Get them to a parent, a pastor, a family member, to the ER. But don't leave them. You right. know, it's hard maybe for you to ask that question. Just just get them somewhere. Yeah, keep them do safe. something. Because we're going to give a uh, text number, things like that, in just a moment as well. One other aspect I wanted to mention to both of you again I read an article recently, and this is a very high, these are gals that are playing at high levels of collegiate sports, all right? And this is just something I just read the other day, and I was literally shocked by it. This has happened with several in this, again, very high level playing, I believe it was softball. And nobody, the coaches, nobody knew, and a gal killed herself. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that this was happening more around the country. And these were very type A, very, again, high functioning. So they're trying to keep up all their schoolwork. Mm-hmm. They're they're going around and practicing and the schedule and everything else. And it just became too much. And they, yeah. the coaches were saying how they're doing just what you're talking about, getting the training. And the coaches are trying to do what they can to say, wait a minute, we've got to drop everything back a whole notch. We can't keep pushing these, you know, in this case, these young girls to just go and go and go because it, it was too much. And you would yeah. never have suspected, from what I read in this article anyway, yeah. that this would have happened to this young lady and there were several others out there. So again, this awareness and seeing that breaking point, and of course you need to know the person pretty well too to catch that, but you would never suspect it. I would always, I hate to say it, but I would think somebody has had something specific horrible to happen in their life and then they get to this point where suicide is a contemplation but these are people that this one gal had just had a home run mm-hmm. she was getting close to graduation she had her whole life ahead of her right. and you're like oh my gosh see and we see that that's our perspective we're you okay. know outside looking in kind of thing and what the gatekeeper training or this qpr it's really like more peer-to-peer so maybe somebody in her really close circle knew that she was struggling or knew that there was something that wasn't quite right. Because generally, you know, I'm going to speak to a peer about an issue or somebody that I really trust, you know, initially. Um, Sometimes kids, you know, aren't going to or young adults aren't going to go to their parents right away. They're going to maybe drop Mm -hmm. some some hints to their friends. And so training coaches, training peers like it. It's really important to know those warning signs. Again, it doesn't mean that you're going to see every single one of them, but you have a better likelihood of catching those pieces before someone dies. Well, and what what you're doing right now, we are talking. Yeah. Just like everything with mental health, we're finally talking. We're finally 
saying you're not alone, you know, yeah. in, in something that has been pushed under a rug or hidden away or there's been embarrassment in the family or whatever. Thankfully, we're getting better with all that. And that's an awesome thing. As we're just on a time frame here, ladies, I so appreciate you coming in. What can folks do contact information if they want to be part of this coalition uh, both of you please give your your pieces to it okay so if you're interested in being a part of the coalition you can contact uh my office 320-679-6380 um, and we can get you connected um, to the right person add you to our we meet via zoom it is so um add you to our group um we are you know continuing to grow that way and then for the crisis text line and stuff. Yeah, so one of the resources that we have, you know, that's readily available to anybody 24-7 is Crisis Text Line, and that's where you text MN to 741741. And then there's the Suicide um, Prevention Lifeline that you can call. Oh gosh! And it's also the veterans um, crisis line where you push one. um, Yeah, I know. It's 1-800-something-something-talk. Okay. It's really horrible that I don't remember it. Well, um, no. I mean, it's a lot to a remember. Lot it's 1-800-273-8255, and veterans would press 1. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. And that's for, that's for um, you know, if you want to talk to a real person. And they're trained crisis counselors on the other end that are really there to help walk you through things. And I always tell people, it's not just for, like, a high-end crisis. If you need to talk to somebody about whatever it is, this is an anonymous place where you can pick up the phone or send a text message and you can connect with somebody that's going to be there for you. And you know? have the training, too, to mm-hmm. help you. Yeah. You know, yeah. not that we all have to be trained, but in those situations, if you're yeah. willing to make that yep. call, it can make a big difference who's on the other end for you. Right. And I always say, like, who's your five people in your circle? You know, Robin, can I call you at 2 a.m. if I'm having a really hard time with whatever? You know, maybe it's Robin, maybe it's Erica, my physician might be one, uh, a family member that I, like my sister, um, and then, you know, somebody else. So think of those five people that are in your circle that if you're really struggling, you can check with and they can check back with you. And I would say, too, to a parent, sister, brother, whatever, mm-hmm. making sure that loved one knows of those five too that they've yeah. thought about that as well yeah. you know what i mean because it's not always like my five are going to be different than erica's exactly. or different than yours and that's okay but who are they identify who they are and be able to reach out to them if you're struggling and oh, just yeah. doing that regular check-in you know kind of like your buddy system kind of thing you know i you're mean right. it really goes back to kind of if you break it down go back to the basics like who's your buddy who's like grab onto your buddy as we walk through the crowd when you're like in second grade or something you have know, the buddy system it's a great analogy though it really is because that's that person in that moment that you need the most so yeah. i yeah. like it ladies uh, we need more time is what we need here <laughs> we appreciate but, you as well it's a pleasure and as this coalition continues if you need to be back and we need to talk some more or there's going to be something else coming up please reach out Absolutely. and we'll have you back in here what do you think awesome thank you so much it's yes. a pleasure thanks to both of you ladies you've been listening to a q media group production